in the in the uh, the blurb for the for the day long. The uh, it says for you know the spiritual seekers have set out in the wilderness to few possessions to brave the elements and the unknown in search of higher wisdom. And uh, uh, yeah, the Thai forest monks still wander through uh, remote areas uh, of Thailand uh, on Tudong. Tudong is the is the term that's used uh, for uh, just going out and and practicing in um, situations. I think one of the uh, I started. Um, I wrote a few notes for myself of okay, what what could I talk about? And uh, um, started writing down the different qualities that uh, um, you know are can be cultivated in uh, uh, in this practice. And what uh, what came to mind as I as I uh, um, uh, wrote them out that most of them are uh, are actually uh, Paramese, the paramitas, sort of these uh, wholesome qualities uh, that that uh, uh, support our spiritual aspiration, so that the uh, uh, the the practice um, of say the Tudong uh, tradition uh, is to is to give oneself the opportunity, putting oneself in a situation that. Uh, these sort of wholesome qualities can be uh, brought to the fore and and uh, cultivated and well established. And then, of course, as we're living our our life, uh, uh, whether we're lay people living in the world or whether we're monks living in a monastery and not going anywhere, we don't go anywhere. Is you give people the opportunity to come down to Spirit Rock, and every, well, everybody wants to get in the van because you <laughs> get a chance to go somewhere at least. <laughs> so that, uh, uh, but the uh, sense, you know, whether we're going anywhere or not going anywhere, or whether we're in the world or in the morning, the opportunity is to cultivate baramitas, these wholesome qualities, the qualities of of patience, of effort, of investigation, of, of uh, relinquishment, of loving kindness and compassion, and, and uh, um, different aspects of, of uh, uh, just a living a human, human life in a way that allows us to um, really have uh, both the qu- qualities that give us a sense of uh, kind of a, an anchor, uh, as well as uh, um, as well as on a certain level challenging us as well, because um, we don't. There's a, uh, a, a, a there's a tendency as human beings to uh, um, yeah security comfort. Uh, that's the uh, uh, yeah, we've been doing it. Since we got out of the trees, you know, it's, it's, it's a. Uh, uh, and then there's a another another theme. Okay, Tudong, I'll go back to the trees a bit, and <laughs> and the. Uh, so that uh, uh, for a, a monastic, um, actually we're 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 not really, uh, say, by our. Discipline, even going back from the time of the Buddha, to go wandering on one's own, you have to uh, have trained for a, a long enough period of time, developed a relationship with your uh, teacher, and get the get the nuts and bolts and basics of a practice uh, together, and and uh, uh, have lived with a, a, a teacher as a as a monk for for five years at least before uh, going off on one's own. And, uh, and sometimes you, if one, as a junior monk, sometimes you can accompany a senior monk to go, or a more senior monk who can keep an eye on you, and and, uh, and then uh, uh, go on these 
opportunities for, for tudong, for practice. And uh, in the West, it's still a, uh, um, say a very new phenomena. And in America, it's, it's uh, still uh, very rare. Um, we've tried it a couple times uh, at Abayagiri um, for short periods of time, just to go. But in England, uh, the monks and nuns have been doing it for many years, where they, in the springtime, usually, uh, they'll uh, take their bowls and their robes, and, and they go off, maybe one or two or three, in a small group, and uh, just go wandering in the countryside in England, uh, Ireland. Ireland. They've been really successful in Ireland. And there's no, there's no, how do you say, there's no safety net. Uh, which is 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 really, uh, uh, of course, that's the idea. Uh, that's the whole that's the whole point of the exercise is to go out there with no safety net. One of the, as as monks, we're uh, we can't have money. Uh, we can't store food, um, and uh, we can't even ask for food. We can make ourselves available for, for uh, people's generosity, um, so that uh, uh, we're not even allowed to go and ask. So that uh, uh, yeah, you make yourself vulnerable, uh, which is a uh, is a uh, uh, a great opportunity, um, and then just to. Because to live on faith uh, is uh, is such a uh, uh, um, yeah it's a, it's a it's very precious to be able to to live on faith and uh, the uh, um, you know the 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 world is is uh, you know is, is constantly sort of pushing us to. No, you need security. No, you need comfort. No, you need to be sure. You need to be absolutely sure. And uh, it, uh, and even for myself, coming to America and uh, setting up a a monastery in Mendocino County, sometimes it really drives me nuts. Because <laughs> uh, as a, you know, we're almost you know, uh, institutionally, we're for, almost forced into this position of, you know, you have to have health insurance. Uh, and then, so I don't, we don't want health insurance. We don't want, and then we don't, we just let it, and say, well, you can't actually do that. <laughs> and then, and, so, and then, because you leave the, the, the sort of the, 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 say the, the supporting organization of the monastery open to lawsuits. And, and, and there's the, especially, and, that, and, and, uh, you know, there's, and then you, you want to live simply in a, you know, a simple hut in the forest in, in, in Mendocino. No, you can't do that. Uh, you've got to go to the, Building, you've got to have a planning permission. And you've got to go to the building committee, and you, the county has to okay the plans. And and, and, and was, you know, sort of living in a simple hut in 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 the forest in Mendocino as a as a as a monk. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> It's just you know, this really you know really drives me nuts sometimes. <laughs> so that really so just finding ways to challenge that as well. So that yeah, this whole idea of tudong uh, is because I you know certainly want to keep that alive. I'd hate for that to uh, you know say as as we um, establish a monastic presence in 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 America. 
Uh, yeah, I'd hate for that to 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 fall by the wayside, uh, and to be able to uh, yeah to at least have tudong where you can walk out on the road with your your robes and your your bowl and and just rely on what what happens just on faith and uh, and of course it's never as easy you know it's, it's one very romantic ideal and uh, uh, I did it a few years ago several years ago did that okay yeah I'm fed up with you know, really want to go out you know, be a Tudong monk again because I'm getting old <laughs> And I, you know, I get out on the, on the, uh, get my bowl, my robes, and get out there, and uh, yeah, first day, feet full of blisters, <laughs> and uh, you know, by the third day, uh, the blisters had been multiplying and they're bleeding, and so the, the, there's two, there was a monk and a novice with me, and they said, Ajahn, I don't, I don't think you should be going any further, <laughs> and I said. Yeah, actually, I don't think I can. <laughs> that uh, yeah, uncertainty. How do you deal with the uncertain uncertainty? Because at that, uh, uh, you you know, the mind conceives of all the things that we want to do or should do or would like to do, and then reality impinges, and then there's there's always that uncertainty. And uh, how do we deal with the uncertainty? And that's that's the the point of practice. It isn't uh, it isn't that you uh, say uh, live in a particular way or get things set up in a in a in a particular way that is beneficial or useful or even comfortable and secure, uh, uh, or that it's some other idea. But it's how do you deal with the uncertainty? Because that's that's how we practice Dhamma in our. Uh, so whether one's a monastic or a lay person, you know, how do we deal with the different uncertainties that that keep manifesting? As much as we try to to you know make things make things certain, make things clear, uh, you know those there's always some uncertainty manifesting. It's never never quite the way we 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 thought it was going to be. And uh, to be able to uh, take that on as a as a dhamma reflection, and they, this, this investigation of how to bring the qualities of of of, of truth and and and, and dhamma uh, into these into these circumstances uh, that we you know that, that life throws at us. So that is always is always going to uh, manifest for for all of us. Say, as monastics or as as uh, as lay people, I think one of the uh, things with with uh, some of the uh, let's say the monastics are, uh, that uh, especially around Tudong, uh, and of course this is such a human characteristic in the sense of how we uh, yeah, how we idealize and then look to to, to something 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 else yeah it's just, it was like that what is it? I remember there's a bumper sticker somewhere that, that I saw I was told about me happy somewhere else some other time. <laughs> and that's you know, something like that, and you know, that's that's what we do. And uh, I can remember one one monk who was was uh, uh, this was when Ajahn Chah was still healthy and teaching, and uh, this one particular monk was was just. Uh, Really, really restless, really frustrated. Uh, he was still quite junior, and uh, uh, and Ajahn Chah knew this uh, monk's temperament very, very well, and uh, and used to tease him uh, on occasion. 
and then uh, he, uh, we were in a group, us together, and and uh, and he says, "Run your ball. Do you want to go on a bit of a two dog?" And of course, the the monk his eyes brighten. Two dog. I'm able to. I'll be able to. But I'm still junior. I said, oh, I think it's okay. You'll be okay. And, <laughs> and so he's just so excited. Yeah, oh yeah, boy, do I want to go. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't chance. I said, well, yeah, you know, if you're going to go on tutoring, you're still pretty young. So, you know, I think what you, you know, that you need to set some uh, guidelines for yourself and, and uh, you know, set up some determinations that you're going to, Going to follow, and he said, "You know, said, you know, one is you should, should, uh, you know, if you're going to go too long, don't accept any rides from him. Really walk, you know, because sometimes you're walking along the road, and people will invite you to to uh, have a ride, take a lift, and uh, that's what he said. And he said, and of course, at this point, this monk is willing to agree to anything, so it's just to be able to get out, and he's, so he." Yeah, don't take any rides, because you really just you want to be walking and really get that feel for being a two-dog monk. And so then, don't stay in any one place more than three days. So then he said, "Yeah." So then he uh, he left, and and uh, about a month or a month or so later. Uh, the monk sort of shows up back in the monastery, and he said, I said, oh, you know, how'd it go? He said, that Ajahn Chah tricked me again. <laughs> he said, that was the most miserable experience of my life. <laughs> because he, he, he suggested for him to go to on, on, on Tudong in hot season. <laughs> so, and he's out there walking every day, out in the sun, it's just hot. And, couldn't you know stay anywhere for very long, and he said he was just so happy to get back to the monastery. <laughs> so that having to deal with with the uh, the mind that conjures up all this the the fantasies of, of well what what's it going to be like? This is what this is going to be the solution to all my problems, and you know. We do it as monks. We do it as lay people. That's what we do as human beings. You know? We're uh, constantly projecting out, and uh, but of course one of the things with uh, say yeah sort of tudong and living simply is there it really helps to it shines a light on that really clearly where you can't um, or it, it's a bit more difficult to to uh, uh, um, you know, to, to fool oneself and to to uh, to miss the the reality of of how we're being dragged around by our our, uh, our habits and our our defilements, and it's really it's just so important uh, in practice to be able to to see that to see it clearly, seeing how our mind keeps keeps fooling us, keeps tricking us. Um, there's uh, one of the monks that I know of was was from Abhayagiri. He was was he got fired up to because uh, he's as he was getting close to his fifth reigns and then get be independent, be able to go on Tudong. Uh, he was going to do a Tudong. Uh, following the Mississippi north, and uh, that was a, uh, which was a, a very interesting idea, and uh, <laughs> 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 sort of start in New, Lo New Orleans and walk north to. Uh, there's a, uh, a branch monastery of in the Ajahn Chah tradition uh, in uh, in Canada in uh, Thunder Bay, near Thunder Bay, which is not that far from the headwaters of the Mississippi. So that was where that idea came from. Oh, okay. That's good. 
it'll walk from there. And uh, uh, it was about, oh, it was over a year before he even was going to go. And all of his gear was already packed. <laughs> and <laughs> he'd thought, and he was thinking of everything that, that uh, 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 would, would, would be good for this. Uh, this tudong. I remember one, at one point, this 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 uh, uh, the uh, silicon impregnated nylon. I mean, that was the that was the <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing that was going to make the tudong really really go. <laughs> so, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, and he did. He went, and uh, it was a great experience. Um, except it didn't go the way he thought it would. <laughs> uh, uh, he 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 went with a, 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 a layman who went as an anagarika, and uh, they uh, yeah they got sick right off the bat, and uh, um, both of them. And it was sort of like, uh, kind of like mononucleosis, where they were really tired, uh, and uh, low sort of fevers, and uh, and it couldn't shake it. So then they'd stop, and it, and in the end they had to to uh, they got almost up to almost up to Tennessee, which is to me it was a that's a big deal. And that's that's. Uh, and I said, kept sort of encouraging me as you're going along. You know, it's it's not about going from point A to point B. It's about how you deal with the situations as you as you encounter them. And and uh, and uh, you know you and even in in the sort of yeah the deep south of America, they were receiving alms food. They were being. They were people were taking interest and helping them out, and they, you know, most people had certainly never seen a Buddhist monk down there, and uh, and they were they were they were being received. I remember that was uh, um, an exchange that. Uh, uh, Ajahn Sumedho had with Ajahn Chah uh, fairly early, uh, in, before a lot of Westerners started showing up uh, to live with Ajahn Chah. And uh, Ajahn, because Ajahn Sumedho was on his own in, with Ajahn Chah and uh, pretty much as the only Westerner for several years uh, before uh, um, I think Jack, might have, Jack Cornfield might have been one of the next uh, Westerners who showed up. Um, but Ajahn Sumedho was you know, pretty much the only Westerner for, for several years. And Ajahn Cha asked Ajahn Sumedho one time you know, in these early years, do you think you'll ever go back to America as a monk and live in, live in America as a monk? And Ajahn Sumedho sort of immediately re reacted negatively and said, there's no way, no way I can go back to America as, as, as a monk. You can, as a monk, yeah, and he was, you know, there's sort of, say, a back history or a backstory of whatever negativity. And, but then also they said, yeah, it's, you know, you'd never be, you'd never survive as a monk there. And, and people don't know what Buddhism is. They don't know what a Buddhist monk is. And, wouldn't be able to, you know, just starved to death as a monk. And, and Ajahn Chah sort of looked at him in this really sort of concerned way. And, uh, and of course, and Ajahn Sumedho sort of kind of felt, you know, I'm ranting a bit. Uh, and, and, uh, and then Ajahn Chah asked, you mean to say there's no kind people in America? And, and that was, and that was the, uh, Ajahn Tomato said that was the point where he knew at some, at some point in the future he's going to have to, would be going back to the West. Because it's not dependent on 
uh, you know, sort of uh, people being card-carrying Buddhists or, or whatever. It's, uh, it's just fundamental qualities of the, of the human heart and kindness. And I think that's one of the things that uh, as, a, as a wandering Tudong monk, uh, that uh, yeah, you you rely on the the gen general kindness of people as well as the the kind of the inherent human quality of spiritual aspiration that 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 uh, that we all have this aspiration uh, to towards some kind of peace some kind of uh, understanding of the of the world. Uh, and a, a transcendence of it, or appreciation of that, you know, searching. So that, uh, uh, as a say, as a Trudong monk, uh, one has the opportunity to both try to put oneself in that position of uh, that that spiritual search, but then also, it isn't in isolation because. Uh, you're always you're 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 in contact with people on a daily basis, really, uh, and and as people want to contact you or make connection with you, and uh, you're you're available, um, and certainly you have to rely on the uh, you know, the generosity and kindness of of people that take an interest and are, want to. Uh, uh, want to feed you at least and uh, sometimes in in uh, in Thailand the uh, there's a variety of reasons that one would go on Tudong I mean one is just just to do that that kind of wandering just to really wander and not not uh, not have a fixed abode not have a fixed destination um, and to, to just be wandering. Another is uh, an actual pilgrimage, to pilg- pilgrimage sites. Um, and uh, um, because uh, in a Buddhist country, then there are uh, these many, many places of, of uh, pilgrimage that uh, have been um, Built and honored, and uh, devotion has been given to all this time. And another aspect of of, of Tudong is uh, just going to practice in quiet places uh, and uh, giving oneself that opportunity outside of a structure of a monastery and and uh, uh, being in a uh, a quiet, simple environment. And, uh, and and uh, uh, having extended periods of, of meditation. So there's a, a whole variety of, of uh, uh, you know, fundamental uh, reasons that are, 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 are um, uh, can be behind that. And uh, you know some of the uh, some of the monks in Thailand are are uh, uh, they do it for literally years. Like Ajahn Man, who um, is the kind of the grandfather of the forest tradition in Thailand, um, he um, it wasn't until he was in his probably his mid seventies. Before he stayed in the same, as monks, we're, we're, we have the three-month rainy season that we're required to be in one place for three to four months at least, and that's a sort of a requirement of court by our discipline, uh, and uh, and you have to have a a dwelling with a door on it, a roof, and walls. And uh, and Ajahn, it wasn't until Ajahn Man was yeah, in his mid seventies that he stayed in the same place for two consecutive years, because um, he would 
wander for the rest of that time. And then wherever he was, as it got close to the, the rainy season, the, it was starting to be too rainy, too wet to, to be uh, wandering and living out, uh, then he would stay in a monastery. And um, it's a testament to the special qualities and virtues that he had, uh, because even though he was wandering, um, there's a, a very large group of students and disciples uh, who uh, uh, um, gained faith in him and wanted to practice with him and um, followed and tried to find ways to keep that connection. So that there's, uh, I can imagine as he got older, there was this sort of moving groups of monks just following him around, trying to to uh, um, and, you know, receive teachings and, and to be present with his example. Uh, there was a now there was a period when he was uh, you know, he was, had a, quite a large following and uh, he was quite well known. He was starting to be known and respected even amongst the sort of administrative circles. Uh, in Bangkok, and then he went up to the the north of Thailand, and uh, uh, was visiting a well-known monastery, and uh, the uh, sort of the powers that be heard that he was up there, and they uh, uh, sort of these head monks in Bangkok sent word that he'd been appointed abbot of this well-known uh, monastery in Chiang Mai, the city of Chiang Mai. And uh, uh, yeah, he packed his gear and was gone before the dawn the next, <laughs> the next day. <laughs> and uh, uh, I don't think he came back for about 12 or 13 years. And that was a period for him of, of in, intensifying his own practice. I mean, he'd already, he was accomplished, accomplished meditator, accomplished teacher, accomplished practitioner. Uh, but uh, as, as the numbers grew around him, then he felt that uh, in order to really, um, I mean, he still had work to do. He still, he didn't feel he, he, he was uh, you know, fully awakened. And uh, so he stepped back from everything and uh, uh, continued his wanderings on his own and uh, until his liberation, his freedom, his enlightenment. Then he went back to the northeast uh, of Thailand to, to teach again. Uh, monks still sort of tried to find him. Tried, uh, there's the stories of some of his senior disciples sort of trying to track him down uh, in his jungles in the north. And, and uh, they're, 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 you know, it's lovely stories and a kind of lovely image of you know, just this uh, monk striving for liberation so that he can come back and really be a, a, a presence. And his, his example, of course, has affected you know, the whole of Thailand. One of his um, um, probably more more junior because he came toward the end of his life and, and uh, became a, a devoted disciple uh, toward the last 10 years of Ajahn Man's teaching career. Uh, well, that monk just died the beginning of this year, and on the day of his cremation, there was a million people for the funeral ceremony. Uh, just, and that's, that's a direct result of this, this one monk wandering off into the, into, the, into the forest and living a life of Tudong and, and, and practicing for, for, for freedom. Uh, and Ajahn Chah was uh, didn't live with uh, Ajahn Man uh, for uh, 
actually just very briefly, only a few days. And uh, but he was he was Ajahn Chah was very power, very powerfully affected by Ajahn Chah, Ajahn Man's example and his his teachings. Um, so that this yeah the presence of a of a uh, uh, somebody who's really yeah, yeah given up everything. I think it it affects everybody. Uh, they uh, just having that example in a society is uh, is something that's very powerful. I think for uh, certainly America, we need definitely need that <laughs> that uh, that kind of uh, uh, America has the has the most billionaires on the planet, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, I think it'll be a, a really, uh, I'd say, accomplished country when we when we start getting really accompl- uh, people who have spiritual attainments in in, in this uh, in this country. That, uh, and that's something that uh, again, it's these, these examples that are, are are helpful to encourage us all. In uh, some uh, um, some monks that I know, actually, they're they're uh, they might not even teach that much. Uh, they 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 live a lot of of their lived live or lived a lot of their life uh, as as just wandering monks, and. Uh, one of Ajahn Chah's teachers was uh, was like that. Um, he was uh, uh, his name was Ajahn Kinnerly, and uh, he was very quiet. Um, didn't speak very much, um, but it was his e- example that Ajahn Chah was inspired by. And uh, Ajahn Kinnerly. Um, one of the things he did as a as a monk uh, was to his wandering in Thailand, and then he uh, as a and then he wandered into Laos, and he wandered up into Burma, then he wandered into India, and, and went to all of the holy places, just walking as a as a pilgrim, and then came back as though he was it was probably close to 15 years just sort of wandering into these because it's that was in the probably 1920s maybe the 30s I mean just uh, there wasn't you can't just fly into Bodhgaya and do the <laughs> do the circumambulations and get on the plane again it was, uh, it was, it was that investment of, of uh, time and effort and I think that's something that that uh, that sense of of uh, for again again for all of us that sense of being willing to invest the time and energy in our spiritual practice uh, the uh, uh, you know the kind of the the culture and the times are are more set up for. Uh, instant gratification and and uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the most the quickest efficient sort of way of doing things and and uh, just to be able to give oneself the time and to be willing to put effort into into something and and it, it applies to both the world one's worldly tasks and uh, duties or responsibilities as well as one's spiritual practice being willing to give oneself because that's the yes I, I think the the kind of the, the 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 kind of the backdrop or the the kind of the chatter in the mind that that always goes on um, in the uh, just with the pace of of a modern society is there's not enough time I don't have enough time 
I've got to do this. I've got to that. That needs to be. And, and, and just to, hey, wait a minute. What, what is, where, where does that come from? So that, that, just to be able to, to challenge that thing. Yeah, there's, there's time if I just give my time to it. There's the opportunity that I can be, put my attention and effort on it. I just can do it. So those are, it's a, it's a, uh, uh, it's really liberating to be able to recollect that. Because, yeah, the whole pressure of the society keeps, keeps pushing us. And, and, uh, you know, and it's, it's easy to, to slip into it. Um, it's easy to believe it because the mind, I mean, the mind keeps saying it. We keep saying it over and over. <laughs> so that, that, that sense of, oh yeah, there's another perspective, another way of, of dealing with it. There's a monk that I know that uh, he, uh, he, he left as a, he started, he left his home village when he was a novice, because he's very bright, very intelligent, uh, but he came from real backwater. And uh, so he went to uh, do his studies uh, in the, uh, actually in the province where I spent most of my, uh, my monastic life uh, in Thailand, in Ubon. And that was a center of learning uh, for the whole of the northeast of Thailand in those days. And uh, after he finished his uh, studies uh, there, then he was in his early 20s, and, uh, and he's sort of asking the senior monks, you know, what should I do now? And they said, well, you can do, you, got, you can do a you know, couple different things. I mean, you can go to go down to Bangkok and, and uh, uh, there's sort of institutes of higher learning there and, and uh, you can do uh, more study and, and, uh, and he said, and, and then, you know, what would be the, say, the result of that or the benefit of that? Well, you could get, you know, you can get higher degrees and you can get, uh, you know, that's a way of, of being in the, um, sort of, getting no, noticed by the administrative monks and getting a position of authority and responsibility in administration of the Sangha. And he said, well, and then he said, yeah, well, what's the other alternative? <laughs> well, you could just go off and go wandering as a Tudong monk and, and go to visit different meditation masters and go and visit the, these, these other... Uh, uh, great, uh, uh, great teachers, and 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 uh, I say, well, what would be the benefit of that? He said, well, you could become liberated. He said, well, I think I'll do that. <laughs> Which isn't always what you know, in a in a uh, in a in a society where the the uh, uh, um, you know Buddhism is ubiquitous and and uh, people. Enter the road for many different reasons. Uh, it, uh, you know, it could be attractive to be a, uh, become an abbot <laughs> for, for some perverse reason. <laughs> the uh, so he went off wandering, and, and uh, similar to the, the, one of Ajahn Chah's teachers, he, he, he wandered on foot. Uh, but he didn't, at all through Laos, Burma, into India, wandered in India for years, uh, wandered up into Nepal, wandered up, he went up to Tibet, wandered into China as a wandering monk. Uh, he didn't actually get back to his home village. Uh, so he left in this, when he was a novice, uh, and in sort of his teens, and he didn't actually get back to his home village. He was 63 when he got back, and uh, and then uh, to visit 
So he hadn't seen his family since then. He just just wandered. He'd been wandering because those because he's he's uh, he's actually 115 now. He's still alive. Uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful monk, uh, and uh, tremendous loving kindness. Uh, just to uh, 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 come into his presence is is uh, it's really moving. Um, I uh, I took my mother to pay respects to uh, to him. Uh, he lives in the south of Thailand, and uh, yeah, my mom's not a gushy faith type <laughs> at all. <laughs> and uh, uh, when uh, uh, and she went up to uh, receive a. Uh, 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 like a blessing cord uh, from him and put it on and then uh, she came back and came back and she, she tears running down her face and she, I, don't, she said, I don't know what it was it was just it was, it was just so touching to, 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 to be close to him uh, so I'd say he has this this special sort of quality and it's, again it's sort of I think just these Years and years of, of living in, a, in an environment where he's practicing and in a, in a uh, that, that kind of dedication to, to purity, uh, living a life of, of, of real pure living, simplicity and purity. Um, there's a very striking uh, circumstance that came up and, and, and in, in the uh, in the forest tradition, the Tudong tradition, there's this sense of you know you go into um, unknown circumstances uh, and uh, um, and even circumstances of danger and difficulty. And your main protection, your only protection, is your virtue. It's a really, it's a really uh, interesting per- perspective in that it, your the 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 the, the, the say the more commitment uh, to to virtue, to goodness, uh, to you know, to living a life of having refuge. Uh, that's what protects you, and. Uh, and that's a very common uh, uh, perspective. And so that oftentimes when monks do experience difficulty, then they'll come back and make that determination in their mind. And it's recollecting the, the virtue and the goodness and that, that they've been uh, committed to. And one uh, evening, he was wandering in the forest, and was overnight he was in a, uh, in a cave, and uh, sleeping in this cave, and in the middle of the night, he uh, uh, woke up with this very strange sensation um, uh, around his thighs, and uh, a, a huge python had. Uh, started to it is it was up to about his mid thighs was uh, had started to swallow him yeah. and to eat him and uh, and uh, so then he threw, woke up and assessed the situation <laughs> right <laughs> so uh, and what he did was it's very typical of of a just this this ethos of of Tudong is that he made this resolution in his mind and spoke to the to the to the snake to the python said i've made a resolution to be fully enlightened in this lifetime and if by your swallowing me you can guarantee that 
that that resolution, then you can go ahead and swallow them. But if you can't, then you would be obstructing somebody who has made a, a pure aspiration, and it would be <coughs> it'd be better to let me go. <laughs> and then he just made his mind very peaceful and, and established that mindfulness. And then after a, a couple minutes, you know, so the snakes are released and start backing off, backing off, backing off, and then went off out the cave. <laughs> so, yeah, these things happen. Because sometimes you, you, you read stuff like this and you say, well, this is just a made-up story somewhere. But, you know, this is somebody who I met and who, who, who he talks about some of the, the uh, uh, events in his life. And uh, they're... Uh, uh, yeah, the, 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 these, these things happen. They're wonderful examples. And they, uh, I've actually asked, uh, uh, there's a, uh, a woman who I know who's, uh, she, uh, very uh, dedicated practitioner, and she would go up to Ubon to practice, but her parents lived in the same town that uh, uh, this month, lives in. So she's, she moved back to look after her parents and she started uh, going to uh, um, visit that monk and, and she started interviewing him, you know, sort of really encouraging her to interview him. Well, because this is one, really one of a, a, a generation that's, that is, is sort of, it's reaching the, the end of that, that, that kind of era. Uh, of these forest monks who could wander and, and practice for long periods of time. Um, again, the society is changing. Thailand is, is not a... Um, um, yeah, it's just, in some ways, it's uh, uh, even... I mean, it's just as fast-paced as America. Uh, there, uh, I remember... Uh, one monk complaining, uh, like in the, say, in the old days, Tudong monks would show up at the monastery, and the first thing they'd ask is, is you know, where is the alms, alms food route? Uh, where are the toilets? You know, what time are the meetings? And so, so nowadays, the first thing that, that the Tudong monks ask is, is there a cell phone signal? <laughs> <laughs> they're on two along with their cell phones, <laughs> and you wouldn't want to not be connected. <laughs> so times are changing. <laughs> so that, uh, these are, and I remember Ajahn Chah sort of saying, he would. There's a play on words that he he used because the word tudong. Um, is a, it's actually from the, uh, a, a Thai word from the Pali, but then he sort of makes a, a play on words uh, because Dong in, in Thai also means forest. Uh, and he says instead of Tudong, it's Talutdong, and Talut means to go through. And it's a, so the people are, the monks are sort of rather than Tudong, they're sort of they're going through the forest. They're not staying anymore. It's going. And also that, 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 that over, say, beginning from about 30 years ago, vast majority of the forests are, are, are actually destroyed. They're just not there. Um, in, yeah, probably in the late 1950s, early 60s, there would have been over 70% of the, the land would have been covered in, in profitable jungle. And now it's maybe 10 or 12%. Uh, so it's uh, just the population, um, the uh, um, both logging, but then also the uh, uh, 
uh, you know, cash crops, just, just economic, uh, the economic uh, development of the country was based on, on uh, agriculture. And so it's a, sort of a, a direct result of, of a, sort of the desire for economic well-being. And so it's a, it just sort of is, the, uh, is, the, is a result. Uh, so there's fewer forests to, to, uh, to actually go wandering in and to, to, uh, to live in. But these are, are uh, you know, they're still, uh, in Thailand, there's still a tradition of, of these uh, uh, monastics who, are, 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 uh, who want to uh, practice in that way and to uh, take the uh, uh, take the ethos of the of, of that, and actually Ajahn Chah, um, he would, uh, um, of course, he himself did many years of of wandering as a, as a monk, and uh, uh, but uh, uh, as the uh, um, you know, sort of the amount of uh, say population increase, decrease of forests, uh, then um, the the forest monasteries began to be more uh, say more stable or more more uh, uh, more permanent places of, of practice, and uh, and he used to uh, encourage the the monks in the sense of well, there's not so many places to wander, but the reality is is here you are. You've got, we've got a monastery. You've got the opportunity to practice, and Tudong isn't about walking or wandering. It's about cultivation of wholesome qualities. It's about the cultivation of doing those things that uh, are difficult to do: living simply, uh, being patient, putting forth effort. Those are the those, those. That's what's difficult to do. Because actually, the word in Pali uh, that is. Uh, the word tudong is from dutanga, and it it li literally means that which is difficult to do. And it was um, allowances that the Buddha gave, uh, because there's aspects of the discipline that are required, um, rules of training uh, that are required, and then the Buddha gave thirteen. Kind of allowances that, if one wanted to, uh, they, and they were called dutanga. They were difficult practices in the sense of uh, eating only in one's alms bowl, eating just one meal a day. Um, so the Buddha didn't mandate it, but it was it was a, a, a something that uh, somebody could do if they wanted to. And then it was a, a, a taking on of a. Uh, austere practice, uh, or of just having three robes, or just um, uh, living uh, under the root of a tree, just except for the, that that rainy season period, you just live in the, live under the root of a tree, live in the forest, living out in the open somewhere without any dwelling place, uh, doing uh, not lying down to to sleep, just three postures. Walking, sitting, standing. You're, you're, when you uh, you rest or sleep, you do that sitting up. That's difficult to do. <laughs> so those are so that that sort of that that let's say the ethos of of the uh, uh, of taking on that which fosters yeah, simplicity and and commitment. And, those are things that are, I think, valuable for, for all of us, yeah. and that that however we, how, however we take it on, however we, we, uh, uh, we do it, because wherever there's a rub, there's where we can start investigating. You know, where's my, where's my comfort zone? Uh, where's my where's my habit? What's my habit? Uh, how how does my how do the habits of my mind pop up and throw throw are they how are they thrown into relief 
Uh, and so that by just taking on, uh, you know, just slight adjustments of one's daily life, one's schedule, or things that one commits to, these are ways of training the mind and experimenting uh, uh, how to uh, uh, investigate those 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 tendencies, so that we can really see them see them more clearly, because it's the uh, uh, you know, sort of those. You know, when we believe our habits and conditioning, that's when we get really stuck. And, and that, that, but that opportunity to, okay, just throw it into relief. You don't have to make yourself miserable. You know, but, yeah, just going against the grain a bit. Um, Ajahn Chah was a master at making us go against the grain, even when we didn't want to. <laughs> and, uh, and just sort of simple things. Uh, and so especially for as a monk where things are, you know, they're already pretty simple. Food, shelter, the, uh, our, our clothing, and, uh, and just uh, um, taking those, uh, those basics and then just, yeah, making a bit of an adjustment and say, how can I, uh, how can I simplify? How can I make this into a practice? 